Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast, was recorded with Zoom Audio. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom! A-S-A-P. This is another Sean Allen podcast. Apple listeners, please hit the subscribe button, write a review with the five-star rating ASAP, and if you're listening on Spotify, please follow. Again, thank you for tapping in. I'm your host, Sean Allen. And with us today, I have a very, very special guest. The actress, model, DJ, mother, my friend. She is everything. But today we are here to discuss her role as a wife, Roxy from Going the Distance podcast and owns Black Love. Ujani. Did I say that right? <laughs> Kunjani. Kun. Kunjani with, a, with that strong K. Okay, so so what does that mean? What does that mean? Tell the listeners what that means. You're saying you're saying hello. Okay, so you got it. <laughs> I got it, but I don't. But we don't greet each other like that in my household. We would say um, or "Goedemorgen" uh, because in my household we speak Afrikaans. Oh wow, that's dope! Isn't that like yeah. the white so, language though? That that's the funny thing. Many people think that, and yes, predominantly that is where it stems from. Uh, Afrikaans is like the South African version of Dutch. So you know what you know what that sounds like. It's, nah, it's slightly the, slightly similar to German, but what? not. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's what Afrikaans is, and that's <laughs> what my family speak, whether it's from the uh, colonizers or not. That is our language. <laughs> South Africa has 11, though. Let me just put that out there. So wow. it's not a norm for many for South Africans to only know one, two, or, or three languages. We have 11 official. Wow. So I, I only speak two. I only speak okay. English and Afrikaans. But I know the, like, the basics. Okay. So when I, go to South, when I go to South Africa with you and your family, what do I need to, what language will I be speaking? Besides English. Wow. It depends where you are. I feel in, if you're in Cape Town, man, English is just the one that's spoken across the board. So you're going to be safe with that. <laughs> but in terms of learning to communicate with locals, I think the top ones would be Afrikaans. Uh, most colored people would speak Afrikaans. And then Kosa, Zulu, um, those would be the top three. It's, top four. it's pretty dope and pretty fascinating. So I definitely want to, on a, on, a, on a later episode, I definitely want to dive more into like 
the culture in South Africa. Oh, yeah. And then the cultural differences between, you know, America, California, in South Africa, in Africa, just in general, because for I know sure. you have stories for days. But mm -hmm. um, how are you doing anyway? Like with, with COVID <laughs> and everything that's going on with the adjustment. Um, how long have you been out here? How are you doing? How long have you been out here? One question at a time. I'm doing well. Today is a good day. I have learned to take it one day at a time and not get too far ahead of myself. Right, because right. I am generally that person to plan ahead. But the spontaneity in me has, um, it's taken a bit of a, a front seat during this time. Right, right. Where I just, I give myself the grace to feel whatever I'm feeling in the moment and then work through it if it's not the, the most positive mental state of mind. I've been in the US for 20 months this month, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. we're close to two years of being in Los Angeles, my daughter and I. Okay. My daughter's 12 years old, by the way. So we both re uh, relocated How is from she doing? Cape Town to LA. She is doing probably better than I am because having, having access to the school community and having made new friends and built new relationships and right. having something to consistently keep you busy and keep your mind off of, which is in, essentially it's a distraction but it allows you to not focus on things out of your control as much. Right. She's doing well. I'm really proud of how she has adjusted. What she's learned in the past year alone is insane. Um, I mean, I could go on for days just speaking about how well she's doing. Yes, we both miss home. We miss South Africa a great deal. Right. Some days are worse than others. But you do what you can, you reach out to loved ones and you, you try and just get that face time or, or that the talk time in with him so you can kind of just, you know, be reassured that, that you did make the right decision, that uh, you are somewhat of an inspiration to your family and your friends back home, you know, making them see what's possible if they were to do the same thing. Right. And, um, yeah. That's an adjustment that, I don't think any of us have ever like thought about like that's not even in that's not even in my sphere to think to <laughs> move on the other side of the world to a foreign place another continent yeah you know what I mean so and absolutely especially coming from a place that is um rich with you know the cultures black people everywhere you go in most cases yep. I would assume to come here and yeah. it's so. I mean, it's just as diverse in South Africa as it is here when it comes to like ethnicity, culture, and background. Yeah. But then here, you know, the diversity is rooted a little bit differently than it is yeah. in South Africa. So that has to be a, a big adjustment. True. And like I said, I don't even think that most people have have the capacity have to it. even think <laughs> of, you know, yep. going to another, a whole nother continent, a whole nother world. You know what I mean? And um, essentially what it is. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, at the same time, like, um, the connection with technology, it kind of makes the world smaller at the same time. It's not the same thing, but um, it helps technology. And, you know, it does. Definitely. Yes, it does indeed. Definitely. So. And during, during these past few months, I, I don't know if I answered it um, sufficiently, but just in terms of how we've been during lockdown and since everything happened, 
a, mu- a few months ago. I think the beginning part wasn't that much of a transition for me because I had already been home for so long. I'm in the industry where I work for myself and right. working from home is a norm. So that wasn't, you know, out of this world. Right. And because my husband and I, Nikolai and I had been doing long distance for such a long time that the fact that we were together when this happened was like, we hit the jackpot. Like we hit the lottery. We finally got to be together. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not only in the same country and under the same roof, but even he stopped working. So we were present with each other as a family for the first time in a really, in ever actually, yeah, ever, yeah. if you think about it. So there, there was a lot of excitement at the beginning. And that's when we decided to buckle down and put all the ideas we've been having for the past few years down on paper and, taking actionable steps to making it happen yeah because um you definitely you and nikolai definitely have a story to to tell um you guys are creative so i hope that there's some scripts or something on the table <laughs> being developed because it's an amazing wow. story and then too like, <laughs> on the um you know on the surface level i'm being i'm gonna be a little bit ignorant so excuse me if anyone's listening is offended but Africa is a big sell now. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be know about Africa and mm-hmm. romanticize mm-hmm. African culture. You, you know, you're the South African queen you are. So it's like, it just, it, it's like gold. You know what I mean? So that is true. I hope I guys, always had a sense that that would happen. I was just waiting on everybody else to like wake up to it. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, it is like a fairy tale. And you guys were long distance, obviously. How long were you yeah. guys long dis- doing the long distance thing? Just under four years. We chop it up and we just round it off. We like four years because it's the easiest thing to say other than like three years and 11 months or whatever. So yeah, just under four years from the time that we met back in 2015. So you guys did long distance for four years. How, long, how often mm-hmm. did you guys see each other? We tried to see each other either in south africa or in the u.s or elsewhere in the world every ideally it was you know when it was ideal situations it would be five months every five months um then it went to like six or seven and then the longest stretch of not seeing each other was while we were waiting for our paperwork to be approved that was the longest wait of my life 18 months Wow. Without seeing each other. But you guys, of course, you guys say connected with FaceTime and whatever, you know, technology. We, Nikolai and I probably spoke more than friends and family that were in the same city as I was. It was just, it was just our reality. That was all we had. So that is all we used. Multitude, a multitude of different video calling apps. By the time, when we started our long distance relationship, WhatsApp did not even have the WhatsApp video feature. Oh wow! <laughs> we laugh about we laugh about that because we were like that. As soon as it came out, we we're like, oh, we got to jump on and try that because Skype is bugging, and you know, <laughs> all the others were too. That is that is crazy. That's incredible. That's a, and four years is long distance is a that's a long time. You know it's what I mean? Long time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but like that just. See, I'm a hopeless romantic myself. So, like, when I hear stuff like I this, love it. yeah, I'm just like, 
<laughs> oh, this is real life. This is some real life shit, right? <laughs> so, four years. Yep. What? And, you know, we saw the, the Black... I hope everybody watched the Black Love doc, docuseries on... Um, on oh, they did. But, they still have time, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they still have time. And it, um, I was trying to pull up the numbers and, you know, good. The numbers are, are good. So enough people watched it. But not enough, but enough to mm. kind of follow, you know, this episode of what we're doing today. He met you at Coco. That's a club in Cape Town. You were working. You guys kicked it for two mm-hmm. months. And, you know, you guys, when he left, come back to America, you, yeah. you guys both cried. Let me ask you this, though. How, how soon did you guys hook up after you yeah. guys met? Like, hooking up meaning, you know what I mean when I say hook up. <laughs> um, I don't want to be too graphic. Like, hooking up. Like, hooking up. Yeah. Um, I would say. Because that's a big deal. Like, you don't want to spend, you don't want to waste your time with someone in the sex is not good. You know what I mean? You don't want to wait for like, Daddy, you know. This is a big deal. You see what I'm saying? And then we at the age too where it's like, That's okay, we got to. Totally. Yeah. So how long, how long, how long though? How long? We want to hear that. So if my memory serves me correctly, I would say two days. Okay, okay. Two days. And Okay. Also, let me put a little disclaimer out there <laughs> and also note that when we met each other and when we started hanging out, ain't nobody thinking long term like that. I wasn't thinking I'm gonna marry this man. Or right, right. I highly doubt that Nicola was thinking that <laughs> he had just landed in South Africa. I feel like he was just hypnotized. <laughs> and so I mean, you the one thing that was undeniable from the start was our chemistry and yeah. you feel comfortable enough with someone to to share that moment with him. Yeah, two days. Uh, yeah, wow. Quick but fast. you know what? You know what? The <laughs> chemistry, like you said, was undeniable. I mean, after, what, six years you guys have been, you guys have been together for six years, right? Five years. Five now. years. Five, yeah. You guys still have that glow, mm-hmm. still that chemistry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, you guys are working on some creative projects that we're going to, together, that we're going to jump in. But that even creates an, another chapter in the whole Nikolai, Nico Rocks brand. You know what I mean? So, like, yes. that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And, you know, the chemistry is undeniable. The vibe was undeniable. You know what I mean? You guys felt, sure. you know, and look where we're at now five years later. You know what I mean? On the other side of the world, yep. you know, living in California. That's that's how strong that chemistry was. Did you? She packed the whole <laughs> Did you ever imagine in a million years that you would be living in L.A.? I did. Oh wow! That's the funny. That that's the funniest uh, part of it, I guess, because before Mexico, I had always envisioned living in the U.S. or living in the U.K. Right, right. But I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave my daughter behind. That was my first thought. I felt pregnant at the age of seventeen. So my life and the tra- trajectory of the plans I had completely changed. I didn't to live abroad because I I've by the Yasmin was born, I had been modeling for seven or eight years. But okay. so my next step was spend seasons overseas and model. But I didn't want to just, I didn't want a seasonal thing right. where I'm spending one summer in Cape Town and then one summer away and, and she has to be with family or with her dad. Right. I wanted it to be a secure move. Right. And the only thing that put me off from the UK was the weather. 
I, I can't be around gray <laughs> skies and gloomy, gloomy weather for long periods of time. I need the sun. I need the beach. I need, that's the type of, that's the childhood that I had. It's coastal. And I want to have that. And when looking at and visiting the U.S., even before meeting Nico right. to the U.S., I knew that this was probably where I was going to end up. Not indefinitely, but a part of my career. That's pretty dope. So, like, you made it. And it was like, yeah. You yeah. Wow. The U.S. will bring things to you. And, and then you have this question of, well, how bad do you want what you say you want? Right, right, right. That's pretty cool. That's like, that is some, you got a story. You really got a story to tell. That's some manifestation. That's some, some spirituality wrapped in that. That's some God wrapped in that. You know what I mean? Because your opportunity to come Amen. in. I don't even want to say an opportunity, but you met, you know, the man of your mm -hmm. dreams, obviously. It's absolutely. It's like, okay, yeah. this, I thought about this my whole life or my whole career. And now I meet this guy who's there, who I'm in total love with. It, it's with, a perfect, yeah. it's a perfect package. You know what I mean? And, you know, yes. I'm supposed to be here with this guy, with my family in Southern California mm -hmm. doing my thing. You know what I mean? Which led to, you know, you guys being on the, okay, before we go into the Black Love Doc, you are a model, as we said, you're an actress and you, yes. you know, you got some acting in your belt in South Africa. So you're not mm -hmm. a stranger to being on screen or being no. you know, the talk of the town or, you know, you're, 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 <laughs> you're a celebrity, I would but, say, in, in South Africa. Is that safe to say? Because I know your celebrity culture there is different, too. The culture there is different, but I think in terms of being out in the street or in public space and being asked to take pictures or being asked for advice or things like that on a consistent basis, does kind of put you in that league, yeah. So I accept it. I'm not going to shy away. Right. So yes, I do consider myself somewhat of a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. And I mean, I'm not just saying this because you're my friend, but you guys were the best, best, <laughs> best looking couple, screen ready, you know, and just, and then the story <laughs> no, too is like too. the story of how you guys met, the whole romance even listening to going so to this romantic. Thing. Yeah, it's very dramatic. It's very like movie TV ready. It's like perfect. You know what I mean? And it doesn't help that you guys are a nice looking couple. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, <laughs> you guys are definitely made for this this uh template of what uh oh. real life fairy tale slash long distance love uh, you know could be or supposed to be. Thank you. How were you guys selected for the Black Love Doc? So that was a few key moments that I believe in us being chosen for this. Right. And it all started. It's funny because Nico and I had just done an IG live on the weekend. And he was speaking about how he manifested. Like, excuse me, you manifested it? No, babes, <laughs> we manifested right, it. Right. Do not take the credit. <laughs> so while I was in South Africa, I'd become a follower of Black Love and been following their journey on social media. And I had access to when they were releasing episodes and the first earlier seasons and shared that with Nico. But as husband and wives go, husband doesn't always 
attention to what the wife is saying and what the wife is showing him. So he had overlooked it multiple times. But as I stayed in contact, or at least on the heels of whatever they were doing as a show, I signed up to receive their newsletter and I was just really plugged in online right. with them. Moving to the US, I then started the creators Cody and Tommy and eventually I think it was near the end of last year 2019 when I got an one of their Black Love Live Q&As so this was the time that I was going to be able to be in the same building with the creators and with some of the other couples that had previously been featured right when I got that in invitation, he wanted Nico to go with me. I wasn't sure if he was going to be working, but eventually he was able to. So that worked out perfectly. He was live and he was like amped up and excited about the show now and, and about and what it stood for. Then they had a second live event, but it was much smaller. It was way more intimate. I would say less than a third of the people were at the screening right. than they were at the previous event. What I like to do just in general when going to events is meet new people and network and just, you know, find thinking people or people that are not only within the industry, but people that have a common goal, no matter what you mean, but either I can connect you to someone that I know or vice versa. But I just enjoy that type of energy. So at the end of the screening, I had planned to go speak to and introduce myself to the creators. Nico uh -huh. was then really excited. He was like, we have to be on the show. Then he liked the idea, got into his mind, and he was on board with by the stage. He was like, I also want to speak to them. <laughs> and when we pulled Cody aside, I would say Nico gave a sort of a, an elevator pitch, that quick 30-second sell yourself. This is the only shot you're going to get. And basically told Cody a small portion of our story in that piece. That was, I guess, the cherry on top. I got Cody's email address. I followed up with her, waited a week, and followed up with her. My follow-up game is pretty strong. <laughs> And eventually, I think by the second follow-up email, she has said that they are interviewing us. Now, mind you, being interviewed by them does not equate to you being on the show. Right, right. They could interview hundreds of couples. To my understanding, what I know about how they, the recruiting process, is, there's like thousands of couples like around the country. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that they're looking yes. at. No, that's all good, but that's that's one hundred percent true. So they have a number of ways in which they have they couples or referred to couples or even have a casting for new couples to submit themselves, you know, to be on the show. And I guess it's just a combination of the manifestation of seeing us on that, of having the conversation of inconsistent right right that has resulted in us being in the final edit because there were way more than 16 couples sure that they had interviewed right 
Right. That's pretty dope. So did you know you were selected right away or did you know before they aired that you guys were selected? Had no idea up until about a week ago. <laughs> oh, so this was surprising. <laughs> this was surprising, yes. Um, I'm trying to think if I, I either got an email or I just happened to see it online. Because we, at the time of shooting, we knew that there would be another season. Another season wasn't going to be a surprise. Right. What was a surprise was seeing that we were on the promo materials and we like, okay. That's dope. But at the same time, Nico and I are both in the industry. So it's really highly possible for you to be in a brand's promo material or even be in a trailer, right. but not fully be featured, you know, right. when the actual show rolls out or the movie rolls. I've had scenes cut, but I still it. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. So, makes total sense. So that's why we, I didn't want to share anything. I told Nico, let's wait. Actually, we both decided, let's wait in case we aren't actually featured and, and they're just using us because we were interviewed. But then I sent an email just to clarify and be sure so that we know what level of hype we need to bring to the party. And then, yeah, we were, it was confirmed. So. Yeah, and I, and I feel like you... You and Nico and Dule and his his woman. I don't know her name, but mm, you guys got the Jasmine. Most, yeah, you. I, I love them. They were my second favorite couple. So sweet. You guys sweet. got the most camera time on um the Black Love Docs. So like that was pretty dope. And I know how they are. Like you, because I've done a lot of projects, and I will promote. Well, I don't do this anymore, but I I, I worked mm. on projects. I'm promoting them, or you know, I'm telling people oh, I just did this today. We're we're filming this. We're filming that. And the shit don't come out. <laughs> and now you look like a fool. Like, yep. What happened? To you? you know what I mean? So like, yeah, that you guys played <laughs> totally. it safe with that. You guys definitely played it safe yeah. with that. I want to go back real quick to the two months of Nico being in South Africa. Like when he was there, did he meet your family mm. when he was there? So when he was in Cape Town, he met predominantly my dad's side of the family. Okay. Because what had happened a few months before he arrived in Cape Town, my core family that I grew up with, my mom, my mom's mom, my, my sister, my uncles. I, I grew up in a household of 12. I come from a big family. Right, right. And all of them had just moved out of Cape Town. Okay, so. Did you- By the time that me, it was, I, my daughter and I were living on our own, but I was spending a lot of time with my dad's family. And Nico had met them. Yes, he did. And they, they approved of them, right? My family is the most chill people you'll ever meet. They're so much fun. They love Nico. Okay. So I think our families are so. Wait. My culture being being colored, and Capetonian, and then his mom being Puerto Rican. His dad is from Dominica, or at least his family, and it's just the Hispanic and the colored culture is very very similar. And this ignorant, so we're friends. So you could you could check me off. You could check me off air, but I'm I'm about to be real ignorant. Do people? You should know what I'm about to ask. Do people say that you mm-hmm. guys look alike? Yes, they do. Okay, because I was they like, they look do. alike. <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, you guys look alike, but when- <laughs> you guys. So you guys are similar in look, and you, like you said, the cultures are very similar too. Very similar. 
Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. But I mean, it makes for, it makes for good TV, right? <laughs> I'm joking. Yes, it does. <laughs> the funny thing is, Nikolai had been visiting my aunt's house, my uncle's house, and they had some friends over. Their first language was also Afrikaans, and what had happened was their friends, uncle's friends, started speaking to Nikolai in Afrikaans because they thought that he was colored. Oh, wow, and that wow. was a very yeah. funny moment super funny that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and again i do like i did say i could talk about you i could i could talk about like the culture south african culture and the colored and the black thing and i mean we could go on and on about that because i'm so it's interested so much. in that and we're definitely going to uh tap in on another episode on that because i want to dive into that too because mm-hmm. jermaine would tell me one thing he, he tell me jermaine tells me i'm yeah. colored but then i think i spoke yeah. with you and you said i'm I, i'm black and then Lulu, mm. the girl I put in our uh, our chat on Instagram, she says I'm I'm colored. And then somebody else I know from South Africa calls me black. So I'm like, what am I? You know what I mean? And I think it's all oh, black at the end you. of the day. So, okay. okay, what am I? What Fine. am I? Am I colored or black? If I go to South Africa, what am I? Or oh, wait, you? Hey, wait, somebody else told me too. I'm getting all excited and stuff. What? So they said like it was like, <laughs> Oh, if you came to South Africa, you'll be Nigerian. I was like, Oh, okay. That is funny. Well, that's the thing. You, ethnically and culturally ambiguous. I think that's cool. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To fit in both, you know, on both sides. That is it really should just be one side, in my <laughs> opinion. But if being technical, I would say if you came with me to my family, they would think you're colored. But if we went into a township where, let's say, uh, some of my black friends grew up, you would look like you from there too. So, wow. So did, did Nico I mean, understand that when he was out there? He didn't quite understand it because. A lot of it doesn't make sense, and we still try to make sense of it to this day. But wasn't something that you know he needed to necessarily deal with. Right, right, right. While he was while he was there. Because when I see you and him, I see a black woman and a black man who are mixed with something. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, again, we could save that for another episode because I am very, very interested in diving into that because that is so complex and so interesting to me but let me ask you this did your family and okay what was your reaction to you know black love like what who did you watch it with and like what was the reaction when you saw air on tv i watched with my husband and my daughter She's like at backstage where she's like but do i really have to watch it it's like whatever (laughs) we do isn't cool enough and it sucks because I'm just like so excited to share things with her. And she's like, yeah. And like, <laughs> right, right. it's like not that interested. So I feel like we kind of forced her to watch it with us, but it was just the three of us here at home. And I thought it was lovely. I had a lot of commentary. So that's why I made sure to have a camera rolling while watching. Cause we reaction video. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a reaction video. Nico was quite quiet. Surprisingly. I think he was, <laughs> he likes to analyze things. Yeah. 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 While he's watching and then revisited afterwards. But I was very vocal. I listened a lot when the apples were talking and then I was on screen. I was talking back to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was doing that is but i love it when you were when you kind of turned up you was like i'm a i'm a uh south african queen south like, African. yeah mm-hmm. i love when you did that that was and i loved when you went in about your sunset that was that was a good one i said <laughs> i started yelling at yeah, the you cannot come for me and my kids <laughs> no like, okay lift a little hood <laughs> creep out looking all classy and the queen sitting up there but yep. she got it in her she ready she ready that was that was definitely funny. I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it a lot. It was very exciting. Um, you know, of course, I don't know that I don't know the ins and outs about your relationship, so that definitely provided an insight of you know your relationship. That is how we are. Yeah, and it was pretty. It was just pretty, pretty dope. And you guys, I, I know you guys hear this a lot, and you heard this before the doc, but you guys compliment each other. You guys. You know, I mean, an amazing couple. Thank you. You know, so that was pretty dope to see that the world had the opportunity to kind of, you know, look into that and see that and be Mm. an example. What advice do you have for long distance relationships? For anyone that is currently in a long distance relationship or 
whether you are male or female and you are considering it or any gender identity really long distance is some amplifies whatever already had out so whether it is communication whether it is quality time whether it is any insecurities whatever you had before the distance is going to be amplified with the distance because it's really difficult and you don't always want to feel like relationships are work or hard work it is so rewarding when both individuals in the relationship put in the effort to make it work and right. when things just start flowing so i do i am forded and i think i they just be sure both of you need to be sure right 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 that is great advice and i do say too like to the long distance thing there's people who live in the same city who have terrible relationships you know what i mean and um, absolutely have terrible communication i do believe too with long distance relationships it do allow you guys to build the communication and learn communication habits and behaviors of each other because that's all you kind of do have you guys don't have the physical part you have that once or twice a year yeah. And I kind of do believe too, sometimes that that is more, builds more of a solid foundation. You know what I mean? Versus. Be- with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I, you know, I am in support of long distance relationships. I'm, I'm in support of black love. You know what I mean? Intercontinental <laughs> relationships. Intercontinental. We got to yeah. specify because some people do it, you know, different cities or like just small distances and then you consider how big the world is and how far away you could be in terms of miles and it's really it just makes everything real right right real right. talk but one thing nico and i agree on often is that we've had so much earlier stages of our relationship that some couples only go through in their first second third year of, of being together you know same time same place it's definitely built a strong foundation on on top of having a child and being a blended family you know because i don't think that was not something that he was looking for but now he is well that's a well okay before i ask the next question do he have any children no he does not okay so it makes it you know it's better when it's not supposed to happen and it happens versus looking for mm. it, right? You know mm. what I mean? Because it's yes, organic yes, and yes. it's natural and it's real, you know? And it doesn't yeah. help, you know, that you guys do look alike anyway. So <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Your daughter, you guys, you guys all look like. <laughs> we look like a family. Like <laughs> yeah, like so family. nothing is out of place and nothing is, you know. Um, you don't have to explain too much to, nope. you know, people who are, you know, looking at you guys. But another cool thing, too, that I noticed listening to Going With The Distance, you guys were doing this. So you guys were doing like the um, blended relationship brand thing before the documentary yes. even aired. So mm-hmm. this wasn't just an offshoot of, OK, we're going to be on Black Love, you know, on on, on network television. Let's start this this uh, blog and this YouTube. You guys were doing this for what six seven months already, right? The Nico Rock. Oh, 
we were we had launched before black love aired this past weekend we launched our channel and our podcast five weeks prior okay 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 so i got my time wrong. five weeks well five weeks since launching but we have been creating content since 2015 okay so maybe that's where i'm getting at maybe i heard you mm. we talked about it before or something yeah we've been yeah. we've always been the the videos we've always been vlogging we've always been doing that but not sharing it much further than our i account that was where but we weren't sharing us but we pulled the trigger when lockdown happened yeah that's dope that's dope going to distance because i uh i'm not even going up front i haven't listened to all the episodes but oh no I, that's I li- totally fine <laughs> i like the concept i like you guys working i like the name the name nico rocks it like it just it's it's a ring to it you know what i mean it sounds like a it's it's just good branding the good branding is will go a long way especially you know in this new era so you know we're definitely um subscribed to you know the podcast we subscribed on the youtube you know thank you what do you guys plan on doing with the the nico rocks brand besides the digital you know podcasts and the youtube and do you guys plan on writing books you know relationship advice you guys are you guys working on a movie or a tv show like man how that would so we that would be so cool as like an end goal because we've thought about we thought about a web series but the closest to the web series was a channel so in terms of what we have moving forward nico is a dating coach and he's always wanted to do what he's doing but time i guess it wasn't the right time so with everything that's happened this year he decided to take himself seriously and what he does and what his gift is with coaching people specifically relationship and dating coaching so he's gone fully into doing that this year and i do and he can speak on it for himself but i know that in the future he will be doing workshops he will be continuing what he's doing now which is a lot of one-on-one coaching he's actually looking for more clients who are interested in being coached uh, within this dating realm and um, that's just with him with our brand together we would continue doing what we're doing but i think the main goal was to be able to be paid to travel to be able to do our hotel reviews, our resort right. reviews, restaurant reviews, just giving our honest opinion on things when it comes to lifestyle brands or lifestyle experiences, family experiences, travel. Just, you know, that's what our community knows us for and that's what we want to build on. Definitely, because you guys, I mean, travel, obviously, <laughs> you've been around the world, you know what I mean? Travel, yeah. Yeah, that's... And our, our interests are, when it comes to to brand, to our specific, have different interests and different hobbies, and we're quite different, but when it comes to brand, everything is in line. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that definitely makes sense, and, you know, we are, I am personally, but we are as listeners are and watchers because you guys are obviously Mm. on you know the hottest thing on on television 
watching and looking forward to seeing the Nico Rocks brand grow as well as the Nikolai individual shit and the Roxy mm-hmm. individual shit. So we Thank definitely you. are looking forward to that. Um and again I do like the name. I like branding. I'm I'm a like sickler for branding and marketing. I like it yeah. when um you know people have that you know ready to go and together because everybody mm-hmm. wants to be in the space the spaces that we we are in but don't have the you know the branding and strategic and marketing abilities and skills. So to see you guys with the graphics and with the podcast and, you know, the name is, it's definitely dope to see someone know what they're doing. They have the content, you know, I'm sure that the black love parents is definitely going to bring the stock up in the Nico rocks brand, as well as the Roxy brand mm-hmm. and the Nikolai brand. So that's definitely dope to see you guys doing your thing with that and you know taking it to the next level so we definitely are Thank and you. will be supporting that Another i thing appreciate it i want to ask too <laughs> do you guys plan on having uh an, another one or that is so funny if it were up to nikolai we would have another baby tomorrow and then wow. another one the next day <laughs> <laughs> it's me i'm the one pumping the baby well what are you waiting for I'm waiting for my bank account to thrive <laughs> when I deserve it to thrive. We live because in LA. I don't wanna, we live in Los Angeles and, and the cost of living is so much higher here than what I'm used to. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get away from the mind, the mindset that everything I have in Los Angeles, I could have for a fraction of Cape Town, maybe at a better quality. So oh, definitely. I, I, <laughs> Who compare a lot, and I know it's a bad habit, but I was really spoiled living in Cape Town. I was just really spoiled growing up there. So there's the constant comparison. And the reason that I say I'm for the bank account to thrive is because when I arrived here, I have an expectation that I was going to hit the ground running, killing it in the commercial space, in the TV space. Right. And I was not able to do that because my attorney messed up me. Wow. And I only got my paperwork to legally work here one year after moving in. It was wow. really difficult. That, that was a long time. I never saw that coming. It was another roadblock that hit us when moving here. So, thank, thank God <laughs> for, for a working husband, though, right? <laughs> So he had to support you and your daughter for a whole year. And, you- and something that I had to also get used to because I've never been used to it before. I right. almost fight it in a way. I'm an independent woman, blah, blah, blah. I'll take care of you. Like it feels better for me to take care of you as opposed to you take care of me. There's a lot of things I needed to wrap my mind around and accept and be thankful for. And allow my husband to actually take up that space as a provider, which is important. But as I started working, then the lockdown happened. I was on a roll for about two or three months and then this happened. So I do feel, I just feel like bringing a child into the world is a blessing. But what I want to be able to afford the child is not a struggle situation. It's right. just not in me because so many of my family members and people I know 
had to go through it. It's not a nice thing to have to deal with, especially. Yeah, it's just yeah. choose when to have child because of the financial um, responsibility that it brings. You would about it, and then rethink, and then rethink. that's what I'm doing at this moment in time. That is that is definitely so. You're being more responsible and strategic. I'm on. really being responsible yeah. because I had my child at 17, but thank you, thankfully. I was already working. I was already earning money. I had the support of family. Another thing that makes me feel some anxiety is that my family isn't here. Yeah. And you're a woman. So, you know, God forbid anything happens, you know, between you and Nico, those kids Mm. are going with you (laughs) no matter what. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So I totally, and then the family aspect too, like you're, you, you know, you're the woman. So the kids definitely always kind of go with the maternal side, if that makes any sense. It um, makes sense. It yeah. Makes a lot so Nico yeah, comes def- from a much smaller family, right? And right. they are they are the best. They are so loving, and I love them like my own. Literally, they my bonus family. But it's just different, man. I miss my family, and I wish that they could be here with me. I want to be where I am, and it's just a little bit more difficult. Do you guys have any more plans with, you know, the TV space? I know you guys got your own platform with the YouTube and the mm. the podcast, and you guys are developing that brand and growing that brand. But do you guys have anything else in the works um, together? Because I know you got some stuff, you know, some TV projects or whatever that you're doing individually. But do you guys got anything in the works together besides this movie and this TV show based on your romance? I'm making that. We're we're getting that show. We're getting that Thank show or that movie. I'm putting that. I'm I'm putting that into the universe. I and I just say thank you and ready when you are. That's my response. <laughs> the only thing other than that that we have be just continuing to. We do a lot of auditions together. Right. So we we literally self tape multiple times a week. So. I foresee as being on national commercials here as well. So I'm not giving you a job. Okay. This is what I need you to do. You're an actress. You've been doing this Mm -hmm. forever. Um, Mm -hmm. You have national commercials and shows in South Africa. You know how to do, you know how to do your thing. Give me an American accent. You know, I don't, (laughs) that's so funny to me. I, (laughs) <laughs> you ain't getting a job if you don't talk like Becky from the Valley. You're one hundred percent right, and this is not something that I do on a daily basis. But literally, when I do this, my daughter, she, she so often enough, you know. <laughs> That's good I enough. Good. I feel like the money got to be there and then I'll go back to my vocal classes and get my vocal (laughs) coach and then we can get back on. But I've been sounding more and more South African living here than I did in South Africa, if that even makes sense. I've embraced embraced my accent so much more since being here. So we'll we'll hopefully get a South African role for me in America. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. But you know what we create and shout out to you and Nico too, for owning your content that you guys create and creating your own content. 
we we Thank stress you. black ownership because a lot of people Ooh, roll shit ownership. out yes you know what I mean? And get their shows taken away from them. Get the, you know, don't own their content. So you and Nico are definitely um, on the move with owning your content. But, you know, because we, we are producing, we are directing, we are writing yes. our own shows now. We have the Issa Rays, the Ava DuVernay's. Uh, yeah, we, we have Lina, all these people. Lina Wave. Yeah, yeah, we definitely got these people. So you wouldn't even have to... <laughs> get an American accent you know what I mean because we now running our own yeah. shit I think it's very important too that um, especially in the media a lot of people a lot of black people a lot of white we know white people don't know but a lot of mm -hmm. black people in the states don't know how diverse we actually are as black people yes. you know what I mean so I you know I do thank you I'm for, glad you said it yeah yeah that's a big deal a lot of people don't know how diverse we are it's not just black people are not monolithic we got South Africans, yeah. we got Belizeans, exactly. we got Panamanians. So, yes. yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, or not hopefully, when you get these projects and, you know, are all on the screen, definitely, you know, don't lose your accent and be that South yep. African queen, the same one you was <laughs> in the Black Love documentary when you Thank got a little hood on you. us. Um, that's what it is, 100%. To show my siblings. I got to right. show my siblings what's possible. How many siblings do you have? Six. Six. And are you the oldest? I'm the oldest, yeah. Oh, wow. They're on, they're on both from my mom and dad, but I count them as my siblings regardless. And they, There's no, there ain't no and hogs and quarters. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, you know, ain't no, <laughs> we don't, we black though. We don't do that half brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? We exactly. Don't, we, yeah, we don't do that. Are, do any of them plan on coming out here and uh, to like live and have you take care of them? But shit, because you got six siblings. <laughs> you don't need no kids. You got six of them already. I'm you trying know? to inspire them from yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. My sister's actually studying to, one of my sisters, she is studying to become a, an engineer. And um, I was actually oh, wow. just speaking to her about it. She's 20. She's about to be 22 this year. She's super focused. I love her drive so much. And I know she's things. And my youngest sister, who is two years older than my daughter, believe it or not, she is 14 years old. And she is uh, like, she hasn't ever left South Africa, but she even mark places on the map of where she plans on going to. She even is open to the idea of going to boarding school right now so she can um you know be on herself be by herself and be independent and she you know the the type of state a student that i was like listen if sarah joy keeps up the momentum tell her she can come and <laughs> live with us she can go to university or she can you know make use of the opportunities that is available in the u.s that's pretty cool so your daughter's aunt is 14 and your daughter's 14. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool though that's like that's exciting <laughs> that's definitely exciting so are they are they close are, yes like, but that's a weird yes, dynamic right your aunt kind of the same well the, the thing is no common dynamic and situation in my family my uncle who i will never call uncle he's also he's three years older than me so he grew up like brother oh wow is that some south so, african shit <laughs> i feel like it is when i speak about it, i feel like more and more the sounds like 
just a South African thing. Even my uncles, two of my uncles are younger than me. So, my brothers, they both younger than me. That's funny. That's funny. They, they, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna call them uncle, but you know, that's still the the relationship. Which one? Which one of them came out to visit? Have any of them came to visit? No one's come out to visit me besides my mom. Oh yeah, so we and gotta get this she, money. We got this money quick because my <laughs> mom was able to be here for my wedding, which was in Jan, um, February 2019. And that was really soon after I got here. So it was exciting and everything was great. But I miss my mother so, so, so much. I just, I think not knowing when you're going to be able to see your family is worse. Just not yeah. knowing when it'll happen. And that's been my biggest issue with COVID. Not the, I'm not scared, scared. Of, I don't even know what I'm scared of. I'm not scared of the disease, but like <laughs> I said, I don't even know what it is. But I think my, my biggest fear is like the not knowing when it's going to be over or mm. when is it going to be done or, you know, is it deadly? You know, yep. cause they, how like, deadly? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's my biggest fear. Cause I look at Wuhan, China on TikTok, and they were having a pool party a couple of weeks ago. Loving. Did you see that? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just Loving. like, okay, well, nice. you know, what What the hell? So then we got this, This I know you're probably new to, well, obviously you're new to our politics. We got this fucking clown in the White House. So it's yep. just like, what the hell? You know what I mean? But that's a whole other episode because I, I definitely want to dive more into, you know, your relationship and your thoughts on the United States and California and since Ooh. you've been here. So that would be another episode. What's the first thing you guys are doing as soon as possible when the world opens it back up? Wow. The first thing that ideally when the world opens back up would be for us to go to South Africa and have our South African wedding. Of course. Oh, wow. That's dope. So you guys want to have, you guys are going to have a wedding in South Africa as well. Yes, we are. That, of course. So it, are, by right? that, by that stage, it'll, I'm, it's going to be a vow renewal, but I still call it a South African wedding because the only people that were able to be here was my mom and then my right. daughter, obviously, and then yeah. Nico's family because they're all here. So when you guys do have that South African wedding slash vow renewal, don't make it a traditional wedding. Put some <laughs> South African, some, some sauce on it because... When we get these pictures back, <laughs> we want to, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So put some, definitely put some South African sauce on it. Where can the people find you? Okay, all of it. I'll start at the top, which is me. You can find me at Instagram at Roxizzle, and you spell that R-O-X-C-I-Z-Z-L-E. So it's sizzle without the S, it's a C. And then my or at least our couple's page on Instagram is called Nico Rocks, which is very straightforward, N-I-K-O-R-O-X. And then our handle, or at least the name of our channel is called On The Go With Nico Rocks. So as soon as you get into YouTube, just put that in there, On The Go With Nico Rocks, and our channel will pop up. On our YouTube channel, they will be direct links that'll take you to our tiktok or our anchor for you know to listen to the podcast but if you're using your mobile phone it may not show up so if you are searching on spotify or you're searching on anchor 
the name of our podcast is called Going the Distance with Nico Rots. And I definitely will be putting all those links inside the description. So Apple listeners, click the details. Spotify users, click see more. The links to all the social media channels and YouTubes and podcasts would definitely be in the description down below. Thank okay, you. Thank you for, for doing this with me, Roxy. We definitely will be doing this more. Like I said, I want to talk more about the South African experience and the California experience and the cultural differences. And you guys, listeners, again, if you guys are not subscribed to ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast, hit that subscribe button, write a review, leave a five-star rating. Spotify users, hit that follow button. Again, you can follow me at Sean Allen Live on every platform. Podcast page is here ASAP, H-E-A-R-A-S-A-P. See you guys on the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.